a.m. this afternoon. We've got That's BS coming up in 20 minutes. Uh, at least we don't have the Red Sox on right now. So I was going to say, the game's on at 7, so we don't have to worry about it. I'm actually kind of happy that the station no longer carries the Red Sox games because it would always piss me off when we'd get booted off the air early. Yeah. In the past, whenever there was an afternoon game, we'd have like one and a half hour shows, two hour shows. It would just, it would piss me off. I want the whole three hours, damn it. Give me the three hours. Give me the three hours. Uh, yeah, so we've got That's BS coming up at 1220. Before we get to that, though. We have to talk about this. Aaron Hernandez, I mean, we were just talking about him last week when he got acquitted in the uh, 2012 double homicide. And then he was going to challenge the other one. They are still doing that. Well, yeah. They're, they're still doing that. It. So Aaron yeah. Hernandez committing suicide early Wednesday morning. We all woke up to that news. Um, and it, again, just five days after he was acquitted in the other one, uh, the double homicide uh, of uh, the two guys in the South End. And um, we're getting some grim details now in the past couple days about how he did it he hanged himself from his cell window using his bed sheet and he barricaded the entrance to his cell and here's the really messed up thing he greased the floor guys with soap so that he wouldn't be able to save himself because from what i understand the window was i mean he's a big guy first of all the window wasn't high enough where he would be able to hang himself clean like he'd kind of have his feet on the floor but so he needed to make it a situation where he wouldn't be able to get a solid footing and then essentially hang himself that way. I, I mean, I can't imagine like trying to strategize to kill myself. Like you, you that's I, why I, it's I, unbelievable. I think it's an inside job. Yeah, Brian. I, I Brian believes that he was murdered. I, dude, his cell was barricaded from the inside. Yeah. yeah. You don't think you don't think um, some of the, the officers in there know how to get in and out of cells? Brian, are you aware? I don't know if you've ever watched the prison reality shows. Those are actually quite in, you know, fascinating. Prison to be honest break. With you. Well, no, that's a TV show. I mean, like the reality shows. That's a good show. I love Prison Break. <laughs> but, Dude, have you but, watched the new episodes? I haven't yet. Oh, Guys, stay on topic. Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got to catch up. Do, are you aware of how many surveillance cameras there are? Uh, yeah. And Someone would have seen it. Who has control of those cameras? The officers. You think every, so you think all the um, correction officers were in on it? I said they could be. Well, one of what are you, one of those been. conspiracy theorists? No. I am. Aaron Hernandez committed suicide. He and look, it's a conf it's a confirmed suicide at this point because he left three notes. He left one to his fiance, one to his daughter, and one to his gay prison lover. And um, we learned that his murder of Odin Lloyd actually might have been motivated by the fact that Lloyd knew about his previous. Uh, we thought initially that it was because he knew about the two previous murders. Mm -hmm. It's being reported now that it's in response to Lloyd knowing that he was bisexual. So Aaron Hernandez was either bisexual or gay, yep. didn't want that getting out, Odin Lloyd knew it, and that's why he killed Odin Lloyd. At least that's what's being reported. For the longest time, for the past two, three, four years, however long ago Odin Lloyd was, that was 2013, right? Right. We thought it was because Odin Lloyd had inside information on the double homicide in 2012, which still may be the case. I mean, who knows? Mm -hmm. But this whole thing about Aaron Hernandez possibly being gay... That's new. Yeah, it ch it changes the topic and it also changes, you know, the mindset of the entire story to say maybe there was, you know, a lot of mis mystery behind the real Aaron Hernandez. And you know, now that his brain's being donated, you know, to Brown University for uh, BU. I mean, uh Boston University for CTE. Um, you know, I I think it's special for the family to do that. Um, I I don't I think there's more behind the reasoning to do that, of course, so that they can most certainly use that as an excuse of why he well, killed. Here's the thing. They shouldn't use it as an excuse because, it, first of all, he played in the NFL for three years. I understand that he played in college and high school before that, but CTE doesn't excuse the behavior. No, it doesn't. It, no. It no, might, no, like, no, he wanted to be part yeah, of the game. He, so. he's, he's always, he was, from what I've heard throughout high school, he was kind of like a – because he actually didn't come from a bad situation. He had a loving father. No, I'm not sure about his. He, he just likes the. He the likes gang the life. gang life, yeah. but he wasn't born into. I mean, like he wasn't you saw the tattoos dope. he got. Right, in, but my point is, as a kid, when he was growing up in, I think the Bristol area of Connecticut, yeah. he wasn't in a bad situation. Right, he was in a pretty good situation. He had an older brother that he looked up to. He had a father that he looked up to. He was, um, you know, uh, adored by his teachers. You read some of the things that they talk about. Um, and then one day his dad goes in for a surgery, which seems routine, and then he dies. Yeah. And it seems like that kind of mentally messed Triggered him up. Triggered him, yeah. And maybe kind of created this demon inside him. And I, I don't know, uh, maybe years of trauma, it, it just manifested itself in that way. Because he had problems in Gainesville, too, when he was playing with the Florida Gators. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I don't know if CTE as an excuse is, I mean, it, that to me, that's weak. No, no, I mean, He could have had cases, I mean, he could have had a case, we'll find out that he could have had a case of CTE. 
But to completely put you know his murderous behavior on that, I think is irresponsible. I think that's something that's just in you. Well, the other thing is um, with his daughter, if he was you know in prison for life. He wouldn't be able to help out his daughter in regards to financial stability. Well, here's the thing. So That's the, the conspiracy. Yeah. That's the conspiracy. There's They're like, saying that now Hernandez yeah. is dead and he killed himself on purpose and his team of lawyers is going to try to vacate his murder. Because, exactly. So legally speaking, there's this very old archaic law in Massachusetts that if you appeal a conviction, something that you've been convicted for, and you appeal and you die during that appeal, it's stricken from the record. It's void. It's vacated. Which means... Legally, uh, he dies illegal, uh, an innocent man. Which means the Patriots owe him money. Which Roughly mil- $6 million. million. It could be more than that. It no, could be millions. up to $15 yeah. million. Right, but uh, we know that of the $6 million, $3.25 million is a bonus. $2.5 million is base salary that was withheld after he was charged and then eventually convicted. And then there's other mo- money, too, he was owed. Right. So the term for this is called abatement ab initio. Okay. Which... Basically is what I just said. If you are convicted of a crime. It's abated. You appeal. Yep, it's (laughs) abated. You appeal, and then you die during that. It's vacated. So now my question is, did Aaron Hernandez kill himself with this in mind? Because there's no way way he knew about this by himself. Did one of his lawyers tell him, hey, listen, buddy, we got you off this other one. I'm just saying that opens the door for an appeal. If we appeal this and it's granted, and let's say you happen to kick the bucket while it's going on, it's a crazy story. Technically, well, you die innocent. There's that, yeah. and then there's also maybe someone threatened him and threatened his family, um, and was like, "Unless you take care of yourself, we're gonna go after them." Yeah, there I was mean, that. There's that there, part too. That's that's part, but, but I, I, there was, but I think, the, I think the there were drugs in his system too. Yeah. Sure, he was he was smoking uh, the synthetic K2. marijuana. Maybe yeah. he got it from Chandler Jones. Who knows? <laughs> the thing is, Chandler Jones this, did not visit him with, the, with this legal <laughs> loophole, though. I don't know where your conspiracy theory. No, no, are no. But from. my conspiracy theory, <laughs> though, is that I mean, look, Aaron Hernandez did not know about this abatement ab initio by himself. Right, he was told by one of his lawyers. I firmly believe that. How else would he have known if that truly was the intent, or Maybe he was just a sociopath and he committed suicide yeah. and there was really no intent for well, anything. He just decided to screw There has to be a reason why. Because he was Because he could have so, done it two years ago. Well, yeah, exactly. He could have done why it. Why now? Ex- why after you just won your... And you saw how happy he was. Right. Th- those were tears of joy. Yeah. Or it was tears of, okay, you know, I know I'm going to kill myself in five days. <laughs> <laughs> I, no. I don't know. No. Because, no, well, but here's look, the thing. Here's the thing that I don't it, understand. You, you don't know. Right, there, there there could be multiple sides of the story, and that's why yeah. you know speculation it is what it is. Right, right. he could could have been so threatened, could have been uh, uh, depressed. And there's it's so many things. Well, here's the thing, though: it's being reported yeah. that he had been planning his suicide for weeks. That's the part that gets me, though. Yeah, because that doesn't if make any sense. he had been planning his suicide for weeks, how is it related to, well, you know, if we get this overturned? Because it was just overturned last week. Or, right. Or not right. overturned. I'm sorry. He he um he was con- won it. He, yeah, he won the case in the 2012 not double guilty. homicide. He was, yeah, he was found not guilty, which means he won it. Not so it was. He was never convicted of that. He was charged with that crime, and he was found not guilty. Well, maybe he was planning it, and if it was over, uh, if it was prove that he wasn't who knows guilty. maybe, maybe yeah, he maybe, was gonna go through with who it. who knows maybe but the thing is that's the part that kind of confused me is if he had been planning it for weeks you know he was still being tried in that case why don't you do it why why then? would you know like why would you plan it weeks in advance you don't even know what the outcome of just this in is case be. just in case maybe <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I, I, I don't know but, but this, is, game, this is kind of fascinating though oh that, i mean how did he if, yeah. if if that is in fact the case if he killed himself knowing about this legal loophole that he technically, in the eyes of the law, not in, not in the eyes of the public, in the eyes of the public, he's a murderer. He's killed three people. I firmly believe that he killed Olden Lloyd and these two other guys on the mm-hmm. South End. And I who knows, too. maybe other people... There's no evidence know about. about those ones, though. But I, that's why I'm saying in the court of law, no evidence. he is innocent. Right. And now, even with the Olden Lloyd thing, because of this loophole, he's technically innocent of that, too, which means the Patriots could owe his family, Cheyenne Jenkins Hernandez, uh, and uh, her daughter, some money. But... I I, I, I I just want to know if that's the case. Who told him? Yeah, Ashish. I think w- he, what, did his lawyer tell him, or did he find that out from another prison inmate that knew something about that? How did he? And we'll never know. Unfortunately, he we'll had never four know. years. Guys, the guy's dead. We'll never know. He had yeah. four years in prison. Maybe they had a law book in the in the prison maybe. library. Or maybe he talked to someone. He said, "Hey, I knew a guy that was in a similar situation that you know got fired from his job because of this, and then you know he killed himself during an appeal." It wasn't, it wasn't millions, I, but it was no, like a couple no, hundred no, bucks. No, but the question is, if he did it with that in mind, 
who told him. And we will never know now because the one guy that would be willing to tell us is dead. But Unless if somebody was... told him that, that's great advice. Right. Like, yeah, you, you want my input? You want to yeah. take advantage you of just, the law? You just kill yourself and then you, know, you, you, you right. feed the money to your family. Right. That's, that's basically right. essentially what it is. Sure, you, you can't get the money, but they can. But I th- <laughs> this guy knows the game. Mm-hmm. He knows the game. He knows you know what regulations are in place, what the rules are. I, I fully expected him to somehow help out his family in a way so that he can be put in you know uh, a position where you know he doesn't have to necessarily put himself in it, it, it's complicated because there's two there's two sides of the story there's two sides of the dude okay Aaron Hernandez great football player really successful at University of Florida you know, like you said raised by a good family in Bristol you know he gets caught up in, in you know the gang uh, atmosphere and that's what turns turns it out and and now we're understanding you know maybe you know football did have an impact we're not saying that totally we're not saying that CTE played a factor but there's also different thoughts that co- go through your head while you're in prison like prison is not only to lock people up from uh, you know from committing danger to people Okay, it's also for them like it's a frame of mindset. Like you're you're thinking about what you've done. Yeah, you're thinking about what you did to your family. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about what you did to your friends. You're thinking about you what can go type insane in crime. Exactly. So, so, Mark, your point is it could be as simple as he just lost his will to live. He lost his will to it live. It wasn't necessarily. I think he might have. It wasn't. Nece- it just happens to be a coincidence now that his family could be entitled to his money. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily like, hey, I'm gonna do this. With that in mind, it was just, screw right. it, I'm out. And the, the thing is, we're trying to rationalize a guy who we consider to be a sociopath, and that's impossible to do. No, it is, like, yeah. Like, he, he just did things without reason. Oh, a guy spills a drink on me, I'm going to kill him and his friend. You know, guy knows about that murder? Well, that one was actually kind of rational. Or, hey, this guy knows that I'm maybe gay or bisexual. We still don't know which one it is, but... Right. I'm going to kill him because of that, too. Oh, well, I mean... So, you know, until we... Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this will ever happen. I don't know if they'll release the, the notes. I don't know uh, if what the legal um, no, stuff is behind not. that. Will they talk to the gay lover about... I, the thing is, the gay lover is currently on suicide watch. Oh, so is. hopefully that guy doesn't kill yeah. himself, too. Well, that, well, that's what's strange about the Heron Hernandez thing, because they have guys watching you, like, like stud- studying you uh, every day, yeah. basically. And he wasn't on Suicide Watch. He wasn't on Suicide Watch. And here's the thing, and, and this might play a little bit into Brian's conspiracy theory, is yeah. the correction officer missed his shift uh-huh. around really? the time Aaron Hernandez came in. So re- that one hour that you yep. decided to just not check on him, that's when he committed suicide. Uh-huh. See? Yeah. So I don't know. So, I mean, Something could well, have Do you happened. think we'll get the tapes? Something's got... Uh, no. No. Because they weren't on. Yeah. They, Wait, no. It was do we, what? <laughs> we don't know that. Yeah, we do know that. Is, are you just saying that? Is no, that a fact? yeah, I'm just saying that. Okay, but okay. so for the record, no, we no. don't know that the surveillance cameras weren't on. <laughs> Th- but that's no, probably what the next thing that's going to come out. Oh, we don't, like, we like, don't have the tapes. Go- they got erased. But my question oh, is, no. if, if if the cell door is jammed from the inside, if it was barricaded from the inside, how would how like how would that person get out? How would they get out? Unless it's just the you know the prison just just lying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. yeah, it was barricaded from the inside. Right. And uh, like the other thing, then that how did make they sense, get in? They also the how did they get in to see his body if it was they, they broke it down. They broke it down. They yeah. have the means. But the thing is, also he had John so three sixteen. Are you saying they don't have the means to do that in the first place? I have no, no to to break down the door. Uh, no. You can break you're, down you're the door. But I'm saying exit from the inside. You know, you know what Brian's talking about? He's literally watching Prison Break. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you got to stop wait. watching. TV, oh, I'm Brian. thinking of The Wire actually, or, or The Wire, either one. But. One guy was in prison. And he was in, like, the library, and some guy killed him and hung him, like, made it look like he hung himself. Hmm. Interesting. It's like Dexter. Like, you know, stuff happens where you, you, it's, you, a, it's a false death, Dexter right? Dexter is a serial it's killer. A fa- no, but I'm saying it's, like, a no, false like death. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, uh, here's the other thing that I don't understand is he wrote John 316 on his forehead. Does he have a mirror in his cell? Like that's have you guys ever like tried to write on yourself on your forehead? That's hard to do. You just gotta write backwards. Right? Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, how do you know like it's you're not writing over the thing, the letter that you previously wrote? Maybe it was sloppy. Maybe the O was on the J that he just wrote, and I mean, like that's actually tough. Yeah, you can spell out the letters that you're writing, but how do you know the placement of the letters is you, going in the right place? And you know where your forehead is. Yeah, but do you, where do you know where the previous letter that you just wrote is? 
how do you know that? Because you just wrote it. Yeah, but without <laughs> looking in a mirror, you understand what I'm saying. You right? could well, do that. I, I mean, I, I can could do, do it right, right now. now. Yeah, I'm do- yeah, I'm right now, John. Right now. <laughs> yeah, but see, you just wrote over. No, the he didn't. Letter. He was writing H. Okay, e- fine. either way, just it's going to say argument. John three sixteen. Like right. chapter. It's not that difficult. Yeah, I mean, for for my from my standpoint, you know, he did have it, a Bible it, in the cell. It's an every prisoner gets a gets a Bible. It's an extremely sad story. And I mean, it shouldn't be you know teach uh, taught as like a light light topic here because it really is you know a guy that murdered, uh, um, you know basically allegedly murdered, three ale- allegedly tried to kill a fourth. Um, he survived. Alexander Bradley was shot in the face. Remember? Well, that was right. the first. Yeah, actually, technically, uh, no, no. I, I think he was Lloyd shot was after 2012, right? Because I think he had. Info on the two guys that were killed in the South End. But the two guys that that he wasn't guilty for that. Well, no, 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 no. You're talking about the order in which he was charged for his crimes. Well, no, no, I'm like I'm, Odin. The Odin Lloyd trial happened before even the 2012 double homicide. Right, even though I'm it just happened saying chronologically it, after. Right, I know. Yeah. So, so then, what's your argument? I'm I'm just saying it uh, in the order of when the shootings happened. It's my understanding that. The 2012 double homicide happened. Right, but he wasn't then guilty of that, so that doesn't count. Alexander Bradley happened then after that. That that counts because the though he Although that's he wasn't not tried for that, and that wasn't murder. And so then, well, I mean, it was attempted murder, I guess. But even though he was never tried for it, he shot the guy in the face and essentially he left was never for tried for it. It doesn't it doesn't count. And we kind of found <laughs> out about that after Odin Lloyd. So and Odin Lloyd is the only one that counts right now. Well, see, all, well counts one in in the in the court about. of public opinion. Yeah. In the in the actual courts, Odin Lloyd, it's voided, vacated for the most part. Now the notes they left behind, will will that ever get released? Like, or is that invading privacy? It's invading privacy. I, 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 don't, I don't know though. Like, what if in a week we get the suicide notes? Like, dude, I, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow TMZ gets a hold of it. They'll send some guy on like a, a visit to the to Susa Bernowski or, or, or like Ber- Berkowski, whatever it is. She yeah. won't answer yeah. the door right now. She knows that millions are coming to her. Yeah, she doesn't do she, the cell. It's a, it's a gay lover. Oh, uh, it's, it's an I thought you were talking prison. about. I thought you're talking about the the girlfriend. Oh, you mean uh, Shayna Jenkins? Yeah, she she oh. she has a letter too. Well, yeah, I mean, who knows? She, it's up to her. <laughs> if she wants to release it, that's fine. No, because she knows uh, millions is coming. I, I, I don't. I don't think she will. Millions I don't are think coming. She will. Yeah. She's, I she's, would love to know what she's she going to get her money. And I want to get a little bit more background info on Hernandez if it truly was driven by the fact that he was uncomfortable with people knowing about his we'll never know that. bisexuality. She's, this is going this is a story that's not going to be it's not going to be written. We'll never know. It's not going to be written for a it's while. It's kind of going to be one of those like unsolved mysteries until like 20 years from now Shannon Jenkins just comes out and she's like, "All right, I'm just going to set the record straight. Like uh, this c- is what I knew about all, uh, all the people that love uh, conspiracy theories are just riding this. They, they love this. Well, type Brian of stuff. still thinks that Aaron Hernandez was murdered and it was made to look like suicide, even nope. though there were three suicide notes apparently in his handwriting. Uh, he could have been forced to write those. What? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm forcing you right now to, to write out your own suicide. Well, a correctional notes. officer, all he does has yeah. to do is point a gun at his head and say, write these <laughs> notes. Mark knows. Mark but, knows. Uh, on the flip side, but but what if you Aaron wanted, Hernandez yeah, would be like, if you're going to kill me either keep, way, exactly. if you're trying to hang me, just That's, shoot me. Yeah, exactly. No, because then it looks like a murder, and then well, people how are does Aaron Hernandez care? He's a dead man either but, way. <laughs> but then the officer doesn't have any leverage, right? Because, no, I'm saying uh, the because then people will know. Hey, he was shot in the head. He got shot in the head. Exactly. Yeah, he'll so, say, "Go ahead, kill me. You'll go to jail for murder." Exactly. Right. So I, I think at the end of the day, you know, it's just it is what it is. I mean, Hernandez, he, he ruined his life in more ways than one we could right. possibly ever imagine. I'm calling it three months. We'll find out it's not a suicide. There'll be a movie on this, too, <laughs> by the way. Oh, I'm sure there will be. There'll be a movie. It's it's going to be very interesting. But, yeah, I mean, like, that that's Aaron Hernandez for you. Uh, hard to believe that he's conspiracy gone just five theory, guys, days after getting acquitted. Just putting that out in the air. It's just a conspiracy theory. And so now, he, he's not really so, dead? Like, oh no, he's dead. <laughs> is this like Tupac? His, his brain's gone. Aaron Hernandez <laughs> will come back from the dead. Like, Tupac's not dead. <laughs> There'll be the uh, Tupacalypse for Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, so it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this. But um, yeah, as you said, the medical examiner is holding Aaron Hernandez's brain. I, that's a whole other thing that we'll get into uh, in later weeks. They're holding it for like ransom? Apparently, no. Apparently, <laughs> he's holding it illegally. Like, they want the brain. And 
I don't know what's going on with that situation. Is he a zombie? Research, but is he trying to eat? Aaron no, he's not a Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> and and me? I'm sure we'll revisit this in a few weeks too when we find out what the Patriots' response is if yeah. this does in term uh, in uh, in time, I should say, get appealed and the appeal is granted, then the Patriots, by law, may owe the Hernandez family some money. And that's going to be interesting to see how the Kraft family responds to Somewhere that. Somewhere between six and ten, fifteen million, and that's depending a, on what that's the a backstory to watch right? out for, because that could be a plot to why maybe he killed himself. But for now, we don't know. For now, we don't know. But I'm sure we will revisit Aaron Hernandez at some point. Oh, we, we will. Or why he got murdered. Oh, we will. He didn't get murdered, <laughs> Brian. Stop. We'll <laughs> figure it out. We'll figure it out one way or another. Six zero three eight eight three nine nine zero zero. We will be back next with that's BS. Don't go anywhere. So you own your own business. Got small ambitions for this business? Of course you don't. Got medium ambitions for this business? Of course you don't. Who has medium ambitions? You got big ambitions. If you're a growing business with big ambitions, you want to grow with Granger. Granger has the products, the services, and more importantly, the commitment you need. Total commitment. If you're a growing business, Granger's got your back. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief. But the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Hi. Uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah. Hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call... I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck. Uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up. And um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger in Massachusetts and New Hampshire and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Find your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Life can hit you with the unexpected. The loss of a job, a sudden illness, a dramatic jump in your mortgage payment, leaving you feeling helpless, forcing you to make difficult decisions. If you've fallen behind on your mortgage, are worried about financial problems, or are afraid of foreclosure, it's time to take control. You don't have to lose your home. The National Foundation for Credit Counseling can help. Seek advice from our certified housing counselors today. Call us at 866-687-6322 or visit mortgagehelpnow.org. The National Foundation for Credit Counseling. Real solutions for real people. The National Foundation for Credit Counseling is a nonprofit organization that has been providing financial counseling and education for 60 years. Our national network of member agencies have helped millions of consumers with foreclosure prevention. NFCC member agencies are approved by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Bruins staved off elimination against the Ottawa Senators in a 3-2 double overtime victory. After two controversial calls in the first overtime, Sean Corelli put home the game winner, which was his second goal of the game. Game 6 tomorrow at the Garden Puck Drop is at 3 p.m. The Celtics also got a huge win on the road against the Chicago Bulls, topping them 104-97. It was their first win at the United Center since 2014. The team knocked down 17 threes en route to their victory. Game four at the United Center is tomorrow at 6.30. Other NBA news, Blake Griffin will miss the remainder of the postseason for the Clippers with a broken toe. The Clippers currently lead the Jazz 2-1 in their series. 
The Red Sox were shut out 2-0 at Camden Yards last night. The Orioles got runs from Adam Jones and Manny Machado. Drew Pomeranz went 5-3, allowing two runs on five hits while striking out four. And a little drama in the eighth inning. Manny Machado took out Dustin Pedroia on what appeared to be a late slide, trying to break, trying to break up a double play. Pedroia was forced to leave the game. No word yet on whether or not he's in the lineup today. Those are your Sports Center updates. Be sure to listen live on ESPNNHradio.com as well as the ESPN Radio app. And as always, you can check us out on TuneIn. I'm Ashish Sharma. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues right now. It's time for That's BS. That's a bull! You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. On ESPN New Hampshire. I'm sorry, I'm allergic to bullshit. He's a liar. He's lying to us, man. And ESPNNHradio.com. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sports Flash here on ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. Not on the ESPN Radio app. I was just uh, told that the ESPN Radio app no longer exists. It's I'm sorry about it. that. It hasn't existed for like a year My and a bad. half. My bad. I'll stop saying it in the updates. I was under the impression that that still existed. Well, regardless, check us out on TuneIn. We're definitely on that. Yeah, we're on You can there. listen to us on TuneIn. We're on that. Uh, just a violent transition, as Dave likes to say, from some hardcore Aaron Hernandez conspiracy theories and reaction to a suicide. We're going to just violently transition into That's BS. Yeah. Something very funny and uh, fun that we like to do. And why'd, why'd you kill the bed, Brian? Because well, it's about, uh, I'm about to start another one. We always do this. You, oh, okay. I, see, the thing is, anytime I tell Brian how to produce, he gets very touchy. Yeah, he he does. doesn't like that. He, he gets very... I'm sorry, Brian. This is a lighter segment. This is a lighter. It's a very segment. sensitive issue for Brian. There you go. You happy? Sorry, I'll stop telling you how to produce. All right, I'll stop telling you how to produce. Sorry. Thank you. Host the show, Ashish. Host the show. <laughs> let Brian produce. Right. Producers produce. Hosts host. <laughs> All right. Uh, first item. Call a number six zero three eight eight three nine nine zero zero. God, I hate when oh, he does that. You did it. Oh, you <laughs> did it. not just do that. You got him. Got it. You didn't mention it, so I had to. <laughs> All right, guys, first item here on That's BS. Uh, we're going to lead it off with our favorite person to make fun of, Mike Francesa. Yeah. On Thursday. Our last year to make fun of him. Oh, we got then we got to go all out. Yeah, I mean, we, we were actually talking about this earlier. On his final week when we're here, yeah. we're just going to do a, a, an entire Mike Francesa That's BS. Like, we the should. best of. We so should. I don't know exactly when it's his gonna final show is going to be. It's going to be difficult to fit that in 18 minutes. We'll, we'll yeah, do it over two segments. There. We'll do a right, two-part exactly. That's BS. So on Thursday, Mike Francesa read a statement by Christoph Sprzingis, or I guess attempted to, I should say, read a statement by Christoph Sprzingis, in which he explained his current state of mind with the Knicks. And, well, anytime Francesa tries to read something out loud into a microphone, I think we all know by now what to expect. Uh, don't worry, he still wants to be a Nick. Uh, this is, uh, Porzingis will, uh, uh says that, okay, I love New York, I love New York, uh, okay, so, still wants to be here, I never thought he didn't, so I don't know why that anyone thought he didn't, uh, he'll hold the press conference next week in his hometown, uh, to formally announce his participation, participation on the Latvian national team. This guy gets paid. Okay, have fun. What the hell was that? This guy gets paid how much money? Over $5 million a year. To be on air, to go to, 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 to go do, and do to that. To do that. To go uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he pronounced his last name correctly. Christopher Zingas. Participation. Participation. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, oh Michael! Michael. I, I was Michael. Do you think he's like hammered when he goes on? No, he just doesn't give a crap no, anymore. He's Michael. checked out. It's Michael. his final year at WFAN. He's making five million a year. He doesn't give a crap anymore. He's, he's completely checked it. out. I, you hear that again? Just like I, I, I don't think I'll ever get over this sound. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how do you do that? Like, how like, do you do that? Sounds like a broken vacuum. Seriously, like you're hosting a live radio show in the biggest media market in the country, and that's what you come up with for your listeners? 
when you're trying to read a statement has a, from ha- one of the players of the Knicks? Have any listeners like called him out on any of those? Oh, oh yeah, a ton. Uh, the, oh, one, a ton. Okay. the one time Good. he was sleeping on air. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that yeah that there were so many, just one after the other. It's like, oh, it's all right. I know or, you need to snooze during the segment. So it's <laughs> or when he's <laughs> looking up, over for you. he's looking up a stat and he's like, that's pretty much. Oh, we will have a Mike Francesa super cut at some point. So good, but my, so bad. My favorite one has to be when he counted the bowl games on air. Oh, yeah. He counted oh. 1 to 40. I know. And just counted. Yep. Terrible. <laughs> Stop it, Mike Francesa. Yep. Let's so, go on to the next item here. So, guys, I got one. Um, the Toronto Raptors are locked into a, a fierce playoff battle with the Milwaukee Bucks. So. The, as the Bucks are up 2-1. Yeah. yeah, they are. Uh, on Thursday night, the, the Bucks hosted the Raptors in game three of their first-round series. And the most notable thing that happened wasn't even during the game. Yeah. It was during the pregame. Fear the deer. Hashtag fear the deer. Yeah, fear the deer. Um, the Raptors starting lineup was introduced by the Barney theme song. Yeah, it was. Brian. From Missouri, six foot eight, number five, Damari Carroll. At the other forward from the Republic of Congo, <laughs> six foot ten, number nine, Serge Ibaka. A seven-foot center Wait. from Lithuania, number 17, Jonas Valanciunas. real? At guard from USC, six-foot seven, number 10, DeMar DeRozan. The kids in the audience the must have loved it. Villanova, <laughs> six-one, number seven, Kyle My Lowry. look, it's Barney song. The head coach for Toronto is Dwayne Casey. That's genius. That's genius. <laughs> and it makes sense, obviously, the Raptors, Barney's a dinosaur. That's, you know, that's you know, an epic troll job by the Bucks. You know it would be hilarious if like Drake came out in the middle of it dressed up as Barney, the <laughs> Barney mascot. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. That was unbelievable. That's real. That was not edited. That was not made as a joke. Like, no. that, that actually happened that actually during happened. the pregame yeah. introductions. Yeah. It was legitimate. So how do the Raptors now respond when they go back to Toronto? They obviously got to do something. And they lost by 30. <laughs> right. I, I actually saw someone on social media <laughs> saying that they should play the first part of that song from the side of music. Doe, a deer. <laughs> that part for the Bucks. A female deer. Well, uh, Brian, didn't you bring up like the was the Red Sox and Rays game? Yeah, a few years ago when they got into a fight. The next day, while the Rays were doing like BP at Fenway, they played like the "I Love You" song. Yeah, and then a bunch of different like kid songs. Yeah. Oh, so this is common. It, it is. It, it's kind of showboating. Well, yeah, I mean, like a lot of arenas do this, and I mean, you can argue whether or not you actually uh, agree with it, but I think it's the Hawks at their home arena. Anytime they have. Uh, you can probably hear this on the telecast. Anytime an opposing team, um, you know, yeah, it's like air balls or, or something. No, any, no, no, I'm talking about during the game. Anytime they air ball or they clank it off the rim, they're like, oh, sorry. It, no good. You suck. <laughs> well, not necessarily that vicious. It's but, like, you know, it's that whenever it, at, um, uh, the Denver Broncos stadium, every time there's an incomplete pass, the PA guy goes, and that pass was, and the whole crowd says, incomplete. Exactly. They have stuff like that. So I like it. I, I think it changes the game in more ways than one. The fact that the Raptors lost by like 25 to 30 points is a joke. That's absolutely brilliant, yeah. though. All right. So my item here, an Oklahoma police chief got a $300 speeding t- a ticket a week ago. But get this. He wrote it for himself. <laughs> wait, wait. He gave himself a ticket? Hold yeah, on, he wrote Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. <laughs> he wrote this what? statement on Facebook. Hold on. I'm writing to inform everyone that I, Chief Birch, was breaking the law by speeding on 103rd Street North. A citizen made a complaint about it and acknowledged that I was wrong in traveling <laughs> at 75 and 80 miles per hour. I did not I did have a reason for being in a hurry, but my speeds were not reasonable. I'm holding myself accountable just as anyone else would have to. I've written myself a citation. I'm paying it just like every other citizen. I regret my actions, and I sincerely apologize. I hope everyone has a great Easter weekend, and please be safe. What's oh, next? If great, a cop no. commits a crime, it's like I'm arresting myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. I, I would want to find out if that person, like, taped the, like, did a video on it. And that's the only reason. And that's the only reason why so I So he's being it. blackmailed. Yes. Okay. Oh, let's blackmail a cop for a freaking speeding violation. <laughs> well, I mean, you go 75, right? And he's going, what, in a 35? Probably. That's why it Wait, was 300. 75 and a 35? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But if he or wasn't caught by 55. the citizen. Well, see, that's not that bad. That's still 20 over. That's 20 over. I mean, you get pulled over regardless. But, but Mark brings up a, an interesting point. If that person did not 
Like, it's he could have got true fired. that a person saw him and called him out for it, right? I just want to know what the conversation was like between him and himself uh, writing the ticket for himself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was talking to himself when he gave himself the you ticket. You don't think so? <laughs> Officer. But the thing is, no, but. but I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going too fast. That's okay. <laughs> just, just don't do it again. Here's a citation. I am giving you a citation. I'm going to give you a slap on the wrist, <laughs> and the citizen will not arrest you. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, that, again, I think that if that person wasn't there to call him out, he probably wouldn't have done squat. I it's think just, he got it on video. Yeah, and like, the citizen called him out and he said, you know what, I'm going to turn this into a positive. He I'm going to write myself a $300 ticket. As soon as he got to the station, you know what happened? Crumple up the paper, throw it in the trash. It was all just for show. Well, I mean, it's either pay a $300 ticket or get fired, right? But he's the chief. Yeah, he's the he's police the chief, chief. But he's going 75 and either a 55 or a 35. Who's above the chief? The commissioner of that town? Like, yeah. this is Oklahoma. I don't, how big is this city? Sheriff? I don't know. Rank, I don't have any police officers in my family. I don't know the rank. Is this sheriff you know higher the hierarchy? Chief? No. I know the chief is the highest, I think. The chief is highest chief of in a local police station. Yes. Right. And then in the major city of the commissioner. Yeah. Commander. And then no, after that, it's no uh, commander. Commander in chief. <laughs> no, that's the president. <laughs> and then after him, you have the mayor. So maybe the so mayor of the, the town can do something. I don't know. This is it's hilarious, though. I think it's funny. You have yeah. the president of the United States. Maybe maybe <laughs> Trump does something about it. Trump wouldn't. This is so funny. All right, guys, let's wrap up that's BS uh, with this final item. Now, here's something you don't see every day: loud sex. You don't hear every day. That too. Yeah, this is something you don't hear everything. <laughs> loud loud sex? sex interrupted a tennis match. What condos are you living in? <laughs> <laughs> I hear it every day. <laughs> loud sex interrupted a tennis match at the Sarasota Open this Tuesday. That's right. A couple was engaging in some good old-fashioned lovemaking in their apartment, not far from where the match was taking place. And they were so loud that the crowd, the players, and the announcer heard it. Once again. Love 15. Kruger has Stampo in a deficit situation. Well, so that is <laughs> the most bizarre situation. I don't know how to put this, folks, but somebody's phone going off in the stands. That's the audience reacting to it. <laughs> and it was an adult video. <laughs> okay. So that was the announcer just kind of like awkwardly trying to explain what was happening. I don't know if it was... It might have been a little faint, but there was definitely... If you jack the volume and listen to it, it's very... Uh, audible what's going on in the background and he thinks it's like a porno on someone's uh, phone I was gonna or say you don't think it was a pornography no 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 no. he that, continues dude, to explain that's it, but loud is, sex no that that's really loud and the the noise that you heard <laughs> like with that's the aggressive tennis ball there, you know that I watched the video the play stopped the players actually one of them took a tennis ball and just spiked it in the general direction that's what you heard and that's why people were laughing but the, <laughs> the announcer keeps going listen to part two of this I still hear it it's still going. <laughs> you hear that sound? <laughs> what is going it on? can't be that good! That's one of the, play that's one of the tennis players right there. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this? Sarasota. Sarasota. <laughs> the announcer's the best. <laughs> no, that's not a phone. That is, that's an apartment across the lake. <laughs> <laughs> that's loud. The realization. <laughs> well, that's, that's not a porno. Oh, my God. 48-15. He can't even focus on the tennis match. <laughs> He's just like, is well, this happening? Everybody was looking around to see where that was coming from, and finally... Figure out. It wasn't a video. <laughs> the most bizarre thing. At least somebody's having a good night. <laughs> Again, a very tight call. Oh, oh my god, very poor choice of words there. <laughs> what is going on? It can't be that good! <laughs> Imagine if Sharapova was 
performing in this match when she groans and moans. Oh, oh my god. Oh! 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 The realization, though, the best part of this whole thing was the realization that it wasn't a porno on no. someone's phone. It was him realizing that's, that's that not, it was actual sex happening I, I across the, the lake. I just love the player. Going it on. can't be that good! <laughs> that was great. <laughs> It can't be that good. Most, oh, the most bizarre thing I've ever seen at a tennis match, by far. Yeah, it's usually silence. It's usually you know all about the game. <laughs> I mean, it was so loud that the players, I'm the fans, the announcer, everyone heard it. Uh, I'm not shocked though. Like sometimes, like this does happen. I'm not saying like sex in the middle of a, a tennis match, but like there's moments like in golf, like when when a guy's about to tee off. And they have like you know they they play like their cell phones or, or something <laughs> happens where it's completely silent and something happens. So in this case, I mean it's not a pornography video. It's it's a real it's a real deal. I mean they were really going at it. Yep, yep. And the uh, I mean they were really going hard. At least someone's having a good night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up. That's BS. Uh, is always a very good list there, and uh, I promise that Mike Francesa, all the all Francesa version of That's BS, will be coming your way soon, uh, just as soon as we find out when exactly his uh, retirement date is. That was a match point. <laughs> we'll be right back to the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire, Manchester's local ESPN. Hi, everyone. I'm meteorologist Mark Rosenthal, and my weather forecast today is being brought to you by Stratum Tire. Spring has finally arrived, so now's the time to come on into a Stratum Tire location near you and take advantage of their spring pothole specials. 20% off spring tire changeovers and alignments, half-off state inspections, deeply discounted oil chain specials, tires in every price range with a great selection of top brand names and a value price line too. Visit stratumtire.com to schedule your service online today. So you own your own business. Got small ambitions for this business? Of course you don't. Got medium ambitions for this business? Of course you don't. Who has medium ambitions? You got big ambitions. If you're a growing business with big ambitions, you want to grow with Granger. Granger has the products, the services, and more importantly, the commitment you need. Total commitment. If you're a growing business, Granger's got your back. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief. But the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacord. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Do you search the house for hidden bottles of alcohol? Do you feel like a failure because you can't get a problem drinker to quit? Do you care about someone who seems to care more about drinking than anything else? Do you think if the drinker stopped drinking, your other problems would be solved? Living with a problem drinker can be scary and lonely, but no one has to face such stressful problems all alone. Local Al-Anon family groups can help. Women and men who have experienced the same difficulties are willing to share what worked for them. There is hope and help in Al-Anon family groups for anyone who has been affected by someone else's drinking. Are you troubled by someone's drinking? You might be surprised at what you can learn in an Al-Anon family group from people just like you. For more information, go to alanonfamilygroups.org or call 1-888-4-ALANON to find an Al-Anon meeting near you. It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Just treat me better. After all, we're in this together. For help getting your high blood pressure to a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Bruins staved off elimination against the Ottawa Senators in a 3-2 Double overtime victory after a controversial call in overtime, too, really. Sean Corelli put home the game winner, which was his second goal of the game. Game six is tomorrow at the Garden. Puck drop is at 3 p.m. 
The Celtics also got a huge win on the road against the Chicago Bulls, beating them 104-97. It was their first win at the United Center since 2014. The team knocked down 17 threes in the game. Game four at the United Center is tomorrow at 6.30. Other NBA news, Blake Griffin will miss the rest of the postseason for the Clippers with a broken toe. The Clippers currently lead the Jazz 2-1 in their series. The Red Sox were shut out 2-0 at Camden Yards last night. The Orioles got runs from Adam Jones and Manny Machado. Drew Pomeranz went five and a third, allowing two runs on five hits while striking out four. Manny Machado also took out Dustin Pedroia in the eighth inning with a hard slide. Pedroia was forced to leave the game. No word yet on whether or not he will be in the lineup today. Those are your SportsCenter updates. Be sure to listen live on the TuneIn app as well as our website, ESPNNHradio.com. I'm Ashish Sharma. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Bus continues right now. Sports Blast. This horse right here, he ran a great race, but Kanye's ego is the greatest horse of all time. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. All right, we have been all over the place today. Bruins. Scattered brain. Aaron Hernandez. Sex at a tennis match. That's what we do. Francesa. Francesa. Just all over the place Cop writing himself a ticket. Yep. Let, let's get Are we just going to list like, everything I, we yeah, said today? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Because we have Aaron Hernandez got yet. murdered, you know. He did not. <laughs> he didn't get murdered. Do you seriously believe Aaron Hernandez was murdered? It was an inside job. I do. I'm not changing that until there's verified video evidence. Ryan, the conspiracy theorist. Can we not talk about that? <laughs> talk about Mark is so fed up with Brian and his conspiracy theories. We both agree, Mark and I do, that Aaron Hernandez committed suicide. Yeah. There were three suicide notes left by him. That's enough for me. It's not enough for me. That's enough for me. It's enough. All right. He committed suicide. He's over. He's gone. We don't have to talk about it anymore until we have to talk about the money that the Patriots may or may not owe the Hernandez family. But let's get to the Celtics, who finally seem to find their stroke. 17 three-pointers. Yeah. It was a a tremendous performance last night in regards to the the first quarter, the third quarter, and the fourth quarter. Yeah, I don't know what happened in the second second quarter. The second quarter was... Awful. They went what four minutes without scoring at one point. Yeah, they they took a page out of the Bruins book. Um, you know, with the second period in, in game one. Um, I, I think you know, of course, Rajon Rondo's absence definitely helped out the Celtics. Well, yeah, because the offense can't move now on the yeah. Chicago side. They it, don't have someone to facilitate. Right, and, and Fred Hoiberg, the coach for the Bulls, he Sucks. coached at Iowa State oh. beforehand. Yeah, yeah, but th- <laughs> that too. I mean, no, I'm saying that, like th- their offense at Ohio- Iowa State was an explosion on top of explosion. Like they could hit shots. They kind of ran like the similar right. Brad Stevens uh, scheme. Right. Well, but when you have an old Dwayne Wade and only a Jimmy you Butler can't do who that. can't. Oh yeah, I think right. I, like. But isn't it kind of sad though that. A number one seed needed the eighth seed to lose their star point guard in Rajon Rondo. Yes, it is very sad. It's kind of sad. It's pathetic. Pathetic's a better word. It's very sad because the Bulls can exploit the weaknesses that the Celtics have, which is rebounding because they have Robin Lopez. Well, I I will say that the rebounding still sucked last night, but it's, it's been better. It it was be- I mean they still allowed what fifteen offensive rebounds or something like that. Yeah, to, to could the be worse. It's still it could be worse. It's, it, yeah, it, it was will. a slight improvement. Right, I, but I mean because I mean, Rondo's not getting some. It's of those. pathetic though that they needed Rondo to get hurt to say oh okay we can get back in this series now because that's essentially what we were all thinking. Yep, is now that well, opens Rondo up an opportunity. wants to spite the Celtics. He, he's all he, that's what he does. And and the Bulls not happen to that. always win TNT games. Not only that, Rondo. We know this. He, right. he ch- pick and chooses games. He's a national television guy. Right. He loves the bright lights. He loves the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He loves the playoffs, and that's why I'm not shocked that he came out and no, played like that. No, I wasn't either. But I'm I'm surprised that Hoiberg gave him the keys to run the offense the way he wanted to. Right. Because uh, most of the plays, as you watch, Rondo was calling his own. He wasn't looking at the coach. Towards the end of halves he was but he was because he's not good like down the stretch kind of like plays where he needs like a pick and roll or you know stuff like that he always runs elbow and the elbow is running through uh jimmy butler right rondo brings up the ball right and then it's like a handoff to back to rondo and then it's like a backdoor cut uh by jimmy butler and i feel like they they run that all the time yeah so it's it's shocking to me that he's having this experience you know, with Jimmy Butler and alongside Dwayne Wade when he didn't want to do it during the regular season. 
But now since he's in the playoffs, okay, he's coming up on a contract. He's playing for the Chicago Bulls, right, MJ's town. You know, I, I think there's a lot of history there, and he wants to be a part of it. Scotty Pippen was there. And now, three. and now's the time. Scotty hasn't aged one bit. <laughs> and now's the time to showcase that you want to become the starting point guard for the Chicago Bulls for years to come. Yeah. And it's literally a tryout for him mm-hmm. because we we've seen it those two past two games he dominated. Yeah. And it, yeah, it was I almost even, had a triple double in that second right. game. Well, it wasn't even the stats though; it was just his presence on the court. Well, right, yeah, because he's a guy like of all the players in this series, he's the one that has the most postseason experience. Well, not e- not even that. The IQ, his yep. basketball, Ashish, when he wants to play, he'll play. He arguably is one of the best point guards in the that's, game. As you just said five minutes ago, that's the problem with Rondo throughout his career. He picks and chooses yeah, when he brings and, the intensity in, in the and playoffs. He always brings it. In the playoffs yep. and in the regular season, only during the nationally televised games. And That's also, the problem with Rondo. If he had brought 100% effort every time he stepped on the floor, like I said last week, he would be mentioned in the same breath as Chris Paul. He's a professor out there. He finds the mismatches yep. like no other. Like he's like the like, John Stockton. Like Robin the, Lopez on Al Horford. He's like the John Stockton, the Steve Nash. I, I mean, he, Jason uh, Kidd. That's a lead company to put Rondo in, but okay. No, his IQ. His IQ. Yes. Not his, necessarily, I'm not ready to put him in the same conversation as John Stockton. No, boy, I'm the saying The greatest is, point guard of he, all time next to Magic Johnson. His mindset to, yeah. f- to to find the open guy and look to pass the ball first. Oh. Like, he doesn't shoot the ball as much as he used to. Right. If you look at the first two games, uh, he found the mismatch with Robin Lopez. When right. Robin Lopez was left wide open all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, which that's, is, that's part of the problem is the bigs. And look, I know it's not their skill set when you're talking about guys like Olenek and you know Jarepko and even Horford. I'm talking they're Horford. Bigs. Horford, Horford be- in particular. But their bigs need to get their ass in the paint. They don't do that. They hang out on the elbow too much. They don't get in. The problem with the Celtics is since Perkins left, since Kendrick Perkins left, they haven't had a bruiser down low. They need that guy that's going to fight for rebounds, no, both defensive and why. offensive. I'll and, tell you why. It's because that was Doc Rivers' offense. Yep. Like Brad Stevens, he doesn't run that type of offense. He runs big they, shoot threes. They love shooting, but that's He's the problem with them grown. is they settle too much. Yesterday they were able that's to knock what, out seventeen threes. Yes, yes, but that's what uh, the, that's what got them here. That's what their offensive sure. But I think that is. they need to be able to adjust when the shot's not falling. Like fine, last night game three shot was falling, not for t- for times though in the second quarter it wasn't. Jay Crowder's been kind of like when he misses Streaky. he misses. Bad, yeah, dude. yeah, Jay Crowder. When he gets like back iron, he gets like s- part of the backboard. When he's on, when he's on, he's on. He's kind of yeah. like Eddie House in that sense. But you need to be able to play like a guy. Like remember how Paul Pierce would just get in the lane and make a three point play. You know, he'd get fouled, he'd get points at the line. It does that. Team, it does it, but no one else seems to do that. They don't want to fight and get to the line and earn their points that way. Everything is hey, just kick it out to the open guy and just try to hit a well, three that's what, or try to hit a long two. I get that's your is. system. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you need to tell these guys, hey, you know what? Your well, shot's not falling Yeah, today. but you can't do that because that's what the offense is, and, and that's what they know. And in regards to the roster, your defense creates offense most right. of the time. I mean, we, we saw it last night, fast breaks. Terry Rozier coming out and just flushing a dunk on the yeah. Chicago Bulls. I mean, I thought he was going to lay it uh-huh. in, but... That was a, it. It opened my dunk. eyes when I saw it. I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, it, it looked like Jalen Brown on that dunk. <laughs> but my whole point is w- with the rebounding situation. Danny Ainge did not go out and get Andrew Bogut or Nerlens Noel. Okay, and they have a presence down low, not only to grab boards and to play defense in the paint, but they have a knack to find the loose ball, and get the 50-50 ball. Yes. Okay. The reason why he didn't go out and get that is because Brad Stevens loves the continuity. He loves to run this offense of shooting threes. Like, he runs that type of offense. He's not just going to throw a big down low just to throw him down low. Right. It's because that's the bodies he has That's the body that he has. (laughs) Exactly. But Marcus Smart, please, please stop taking threes. Just please. He's ugly. He's ugly in offense in general. Well, hold on. Hold on. He, 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 he does get you those offensive rebounds. Oh, yeah. Defense and rebounding, fine. Offense, do not touch the ball on offense, please. He can shoot three occasionally. Yeah, no. When they're up by 15. It's like a heart attack watching <laughs> him shoot. 603-883-9900. Wrapping up our number two. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. Men, if you're like me, you appreciate the feeling of a clean